Good evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. It's already uh, uh, 6.32 in the studios in the Eastern Caribbean. And of course, you tuned into Kingdom Connection for tonight. It's Monday, September 5th. Very beautiful day here in the lovely Commonwealth. Very hot, though. It's good to know that so many of you are tuned in our way this evening. It's going to be a very, another very good night, I'm sure. So let me ask you to sit back and get your rocking chair, your easy chair, your lazy chair, your lazy bench, whichever it is. Get it out tonight. Attention is you're going to sit down and uh, pay attention to everything we do on Kingdom Connection this evening. Those of you who are accustomed to participate, you're also going to be doing that. Just a moment, we'll open the lines for a roll call. But as you prepare for the roll call, let me ask you to get something, you know, get, 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 get something to cool you down this afternoon. Those of you in Dominica, you probably need a cool drink. So maybe you can get a little bit of lime squash. You know, some people used to say get some glow dite. Whatever it is you're taking this afternoon, take that. You can have a little bit of bread. And get some red mellow cream. Make sure the bread is hot, eh? If it's not hot, put it in the oven, you know, put it in the toast or something and spread some nice red butter on it. And you can have that with a squash. We're about to do the roll call. The numbers to call are 449-3095, 449-3096, 449-3097. Do the DG thing on 616-4257 or the offices line on 305-432-9624. On the right side, good evening. Cause good evening. Everybody's there. <laughs> Uh, some of us there, some of us there. Some are, well, I don't have to go to Pastor Post. Uh, maybe you have to go by, by um, oh. <laughs> the airport. Okay, I will watch and see. Let me tell you, you know the mellow cream in the big tin used to be nicer? Yes. Very nice. Very nice. The mellow cream now, Sally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take care now. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor Rodney. 
Point me sh- You know in butter? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> On the international line, good evening. You're on the right side. Hello, good evening. Good evening, how are you? Good, thank you. Makushale Kaban Makototi because it's raining in St. Thomas, but I'm well locked in. Of course. That's good to know. Good place to be. on the telephone good evening you are on the right side hi good evening pastor you and company i'm listening very good to hear you listening thank you god bless you on the right side good evening Of course, of course, good place to be. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor Ben Awavin is on the right side. Ben Awavin always on the right side. to those of you listening in St. Martin. On the right side, good evening. Kinfield Industrial side. Industrial side. You sound like your big official tonight. <laughs> Back on the international line, good evening. You're on the right side. St. Thomas is on the right side for lots of rain. Oh, it's raining in St. Thomas. That's what we hear. Stay indoors, all right? On the right side, good evening. Yes, it's me again, cousin. Not here, no, I don't hear cousin. Since cousin get to know me in the funeral, I don't hear. Which, which <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure she's listening. You will talk to us soon. All right. <laughs> All right, good. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor. Yes. Lower Goodwill is in the house. Thank and you. For good show. Have a good night. Good night, my dear. Good night. With all of them Bible stories, all them lectures and licks each day. But when things get really rough, mommy couldn't take no more. Just when she had enough, daddy coming through the door. On the right side, good evening. Dailies locked in. Nice to know, nice to know. Good night, Dailies. We'll change gears momentarily and get into a talking points commentary in just about two minutes' time. That's all the time you have left on the roll call. On the right side, good evening. Good evening, Pastor. How are you? Very, very well. How about you? So, so, Rick Lockton, and I just want to extend... 
But we'll be greeting to your dear mom at Fully Mystery. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from a very special friend from Salisbury. Uh -huh. My very special nurse in Salisbury. Exactly. <laughs> okay, <then>. <laughs> Good evening, <laughs> my dear. My son, remember what mommy said. Remember what daddy said. Granny said. The Bible said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're bound to make it. You're bound to well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to change gears and we're going to get right in. We're talking points commentary for the night, uh, the fifth day of September 2022. I hear the song of rustling in the leaves of the trees. Of the Lord has come down on the earth. The church that seems to slumber has no reason from its knees. And dry bones are responding to the fruits of new birth. And this is now a time for declaration. The words will go to all men everywhere. The church is here for the healing of the nation. Before the day of Jesus draws near. Let's join by way for talking points commentary this evening. There are two items that I want us to look at this evening, two of them. Uh, one of them is my concern about the gas prices. Now, I am not an economist. But I just follow the news around me. I do not understand that we just had an increase in gas prices and we had that increase while there is a decrease in the price of gas in Antigua, while in quite a few of the territories around us, the price of gas is going down, and it's going down rapidly in the U.S. The price of crude went down by some $2 and some cents over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and that is even the OPEC price, if my read of that is correct. So I have a little challenge. I, I, I listened to some authoritative person recently talking about the mechanics between on the, on the issue of the gas prices and how it's done. And uh, when it's going up, when it's supposed to go down, it looks like all you're taking all your time. And I'm wondering why that is so. So those of you concerned, please let us know because those of us watching the news, listening to the news around the, the, the world, we have a little challenge that while the price is dropping elsewhere, we're increasing it here. We want to know if we're buying our, our, our fuel from a source where they, they're selling it to us at, at a higher price. Is that the case? Is there any, any price set on it? And I know that it's not the retailers that, that has nothing to do with price. It's the government. So somebody needs to tell us something about that because it is not making sense to us. Now, some of you who get in gas allowance and not buying gas, you're not like us. We have to buy the gas all the time we need it, okay? So help us understand what's happening and help us understand that very, very quickly, okay? 
Now, there is a news item that I listened to, and I, I, I wanted to read it again. Um, and I, I am a little bamboozled about that. I know Blue Blue told me that Simba died. <laughs> and that matter has to do with the police officer who's charged with assault and obstruction against another police officer. Now, if that is as is, then the police commission need to look into his police force. If that is as is. That's my first statement of the ban. If that is as is, then the police commission need to look into his police force. Which means that, like I have alluded to before, the disciplined forces is ill-disciplined. And in that case, the ill-discipline of the police force must be dealt with. However, my, my regular balanced thought, and I do not know the police, so don't think I'm taking for anybody, right? I do not know the police. My regular balanced thought is telling me that a police who's not inebriated, intoxicated, or high, uh, if other police come to search his place, he will know the law. And if he will know the law, I honestly do not believe that a right-thinking police will assault another police officer who came on a warrant to search his house and found nothing. Now, if they found nothing, the police officer who was searched have nothing to assault anybody about. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, the third aspect to that is what I happen to see observe and hear about our current crop of police officers. So I'm giving you three aspects of that. The first aspect is that the police commission need to look into his police force for the ill-discipline set. The second is that I do not understand how a police officer who, whose home was searched on a warrant and the police who was searching the home found nothing, I don't know why he would just up assault and obstruct a police officer. Okay? Because they found nothing. And they carried their search, according to the news. The third thing, like I said, is some of those police officers, they are a little hostile. And I, I am of the considered view that those in charge sometimes deploy police officers who they want to carry their, their, their objective, not in a police way, but to carry what they want to be done. And I am of the view, based on what I see, if a police comes to my home to do that, it probably will agitate me as well. But I know police does agitate you so that you can respond and then they turn around and charge you for obstruction. I heard another gentleman said, uh, and he was not a police, I heard him say on the radio that the police rub himself on him, he walk on his foot, after he asked him to come out of his bus. And all the police is looking for is for you to slap him or punch him or cuff him. So he can charge you for assault on police officers. Now, police officers must now be held accountable. So, I mean, folks, let me tell you something now. There are ways that you can do that. Huh? Begin to record the police officers. Buy your dash cams. Do some stuff. 
Because you police officers who come to me to do that and rub on me and walk on me, I'll rub back on you. And if you slap me, Moka, I'll slap you back because you have no right to slap me. Moka is not not your baby, not your child. And no police officer have no right to slap you except you have become violent. This crap that our police officers are doing then, some of you in high office saying little boys to do that and those little boys think that because they have uniform, they are so much in charge. You'll have to stop this. I, I, I witnessed a young police officer at a hospital demanding attention from a nurse because he's a police. And I was happy the way the nurse treated him. Let him know that he's not a police, he's a patient like everybody else. Now, if that is done because of the way that the police department is groomed, then something is wrong with the principal. Last week, I said uh, on another program about what's happening at the Princess Margaret Hospital. There are several reasons why these things are happening, and one of them is systemic. There are issues with the system. And so some people just think they have an entitlement. They major. They have a grand day. They want to do what they want as they want because especially if they know that you are not singing a particular song. Like in the case of Randy Charles of Rodney Esquire. I'm aware of that. Folks, Dominicans, the police force seem to be trained in a particular way, at least some of them. And I am asking the citizenry to begin to do everything in your activate your security cameras, activate the camera on your phone, find buy a dash cam. It's not all that expensive. Buy one, install it, record every conversation you're having with every police, every altercation, every intervention that the police is making. If you record it, because that may be your only witness. Because these police that are now trained. Like, I wouldn't give you the name now because some of you will get offended. Like those who were with Eric Gehry in Grenada. We have to now train ourselves differently because we need to get all the wrong and all the ill-disciplined police and all those who are fighting for certain stuff because they're on a certain side. We have to get them out of policing because that is not policing. Those are the observations that I've made on that. And like I said, for transparency here, I do not know the constable John Charles, and I do not know the police whose home that they went to to search. Okay, that's Daniel. So I don't know Daniel, and I do not know Constable Delroy John Charles, who I understand to be a very young officer who did not even know that he went to search the, the house of a police. So he treated the police like an ordinary citizen. Just imagine if he had come to my house. But they take a foot, they take a lot, and then all would arrest me. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, every one of us need to be alert. Make sure that we do everything according to the law and get it at the place where we, we have our rights. Do not violate your rights. Make sure that you have your rights. Do it as though you know what your rights are. Talking points commentary for tonight. Monday, the 5th of September, 
Before I do any other thing tonight, I want to do this. I want to do this, uh, and I want to do this for a very special lady in my audience tonight. Um, uh, and uh, I want to wish her a very, very happy birthday. Uh, I have two people celebrating birthdays today. Uh, my daughter Jeanette is celebrating her her birthday, as well as my mother. My mother is celebrating her 95th birthday uh, this evening or today. And I want to wish her a very, very, very happy birthday. Uh, she's my queen in every sense of the word. And I love her very dearly. I'm sure she's listening. She, she has a lot of love for her son as well. She's listening tonight. So I'm going way back and I'm going to play an old song by Gaylord's Power Union. This is for my mother. Sweet and gentle 
rushes to my rescue. Oh, mama, we will never be apart. Not even if a new love captivates my heart. Oh, I'll never let you down. No, 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 mama. My mama. Yeah, that was played for my mother, Vilna Luda, in Kulibistri on her 95th birthday. And I'm so happy that she's made 95. I wanted to make 100, you know. She, she, she wants to go home every day, but I wanted to make 100. She's doing pretty well. Good night, Mom. And uh, I know you had a good day today. I trust you'll have a good night tonight. And uh, my mother got up. When I called my mother this morning, she was singing a hymn to me as it was my birthday. <laughs> Somebody's on my telephone. Uh, good evening. You're connected. Happy birthday, Mozilla. That's coming from Molly from Miru. <laughs> Hi, Molly. Good night. Thank you, Molly. Thank you. <laughs> Gentlemen, good evening to you. That's good evening to you, Randy. Matthew, Lucille was looking for in Rosso. I don't know if she found you. <laughs> Lucille was looking for me. Yes. <laughs> good evening, Lucille. Good evening. Just want you to know that I am I am not lost. I am actually found. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Jack had, had the key he had to open for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thankful for that. And uh, of course... <laughs> I'm happy to be here this evening. All those of you continue to, to send your, your thoughts. I just want to say a special good evening to you, of course. And every Monday evening, we take pride and joy in, in reminding you of this great event, great, you know, programming on, on, on Kingdom Connection every Monday. We look forward for this. And, of course, like, like anything else, I, I honestly look forward for 
for Monday evening and uh, I thank God for what he's doing. I thank God for, for my family around here, my wife and the children, you know, those who are not here and I know they are, they're, they're listening and we want to thank you. Thank you so much for your love and your patience and understanding and thank you for your encouragement and we're just so happy that that um, they, you know, they continue to be a great source of joy in my life. And I, I just want to thank all of you, all of those of you continue to, you know, to hear your support and uh, to th thank you for all what you're doing. And we appreciate what, what the Lord is doing. Tonight is another great night. And I know it's a new season, it's a new time. It's, it's back to school again for many of you. We thank God for all of you going back and we believe that you're going to go back and do well, those of your teachers. Those of you who are, of course, the students back at school, we believe in for great things to happen this new season we trust that as you open yourself that god will use you in a great and a mighty way today i know that some of you are going through some also difficult moments those of you who are who have lost and continue to to, to lose loved ones uh, um as the as the days are going by we just want to send our words of comfort and um of course uh, words of sympathy to you and trust that you will hold down and be strengthened as the Lord will never leave you and he will never, never forsake you. So, blessings on you as we continue to have a great evening. Let me turn over to Pastor Jack as he greets us this evening. Pastor Jack. A very good evening to everyone. A very good evening to all our friends in diaspora. I want to give a great shout out and a big thank you to Gertrude. Gertrude, um, what's cannot express how grateful and how touched I was by your, your kindness. So, I want to say thank you, Ms. Marsgrave. I want to say a big shout out to you, those in this uh, in New Jersey, all my folks in New Jersey, folks in Texas, the Fountains, Rob and Catherine, and and the Morrises, and all the folks in Texas, my good people in Texas and Atlanta. Doctor Laura, I want to say a very good bonsoir to you, and um, to Bernard and my children in Atlanta, Georgia. A very good shout out to all of you. And um, I just want to say, um, take a few minutes, and Randy is going to have to tolerate it, and um, to say, um, welcome back to school to all the children. Why I'm taking that moment because uh, during September we go in high gain, open arms. I'll give you the number again: two seven seven zero one eight eight two seven seven zero one eight eight. I'm not very happy always when you call my personal number because there is a number um, that doesn't slumber nor sleep. So you can, you can call that number. And this is what, what they, they, I take this moment to make an appeal to every Dominican here and abroad. And I mean that, here and abroad. I first want to thank all the Dominicans in the diaspora who have stretched out their hands in one way or the other. And um, we go in high drive in the month of September, we called our back to school program. And we have said it, and I'm going to say it again. No one of us have got it all together. I don't have what it takes to do that kind of job, but all of us together, we can do a great job. And Dominicans here and abroad have been doing it. And um, all we're asking is a very, very simple thing, is that if you love your neighbor as yourself, there are many times that we know what is happening in people's houses, which is not our business. And everybody knows everybody in Dominica. Everybody knows whose husband beating who and whose children going astray. This is a moment when you have permission to mind people's business and take advantage of it to make sure that every child, every child in the Commonwealth of Dominica 
who is of school age is able from preschool to college is able to go back to school looking presentable we don't ask you that you have to buy a flight and this is all you do simply maybe you can buy all your uniform but you can buy a shirt or you don't have we're saying you don't have to buy all you have to do is call a number and we will find the help that this child need it breaks my heart another thing that we are trying to promote a lot and and we don't know how many some schools do have and some schools do not have feeding programs but having interviewed a couple of teachers and um, we had that program before the hurricane is that the report was some children cannot stay in the class because they are hungry not in Dominica as of um, a rose planting and a pot boarding can hold you for recess time. And all we're asking you is not, if you're a teacher and you know of any child, all the teachers in Dominica from Scottsdale to Capuchin, if you know of any child which you are convinced their parents just cannot have, because we are very, very careful that the help that we give and the people who give that help want to make sure it reaches in the hand. Some people are very particular to us, this is for school children. And I want to obey that, that we make sure that every child, if you know a child doesn't have a proper backpack, a proper school bag, a proper shoe, we may not be able to give you everything, but at least, ma'am, pay attention to your neighbor. See that all the children didn't go to school, and you would be surprised for them to tell you, well, I didn't have uniform for that one, I didn't want to send that one and to send that one. You hear that kind of language. All you can do, you don't have to push your in your pocket. Just call 277-0188. And we have a case. We have some ambassador in that village that will go and verify that. We want to make sure that the people that we are helping are helpless. We help the helpless. We will be on outreach next Sunday at um, the um, Focoli Community Center with our ambassador, Lucy Bell. And um, she has been... God sent, and she's the coordinator for that entire Rosu North area. We have also talked to the PAL rep to help us to make sure, we want to make sure that every child who's supposed to go to school went to school between today and tomorrow. And I repeat the same thing. We didn't ask you to give them anything. But if you cannot help them, just the exact thing that we do, we find the help for them. Mm -hmm. I am never ashamed to beg for people. And if I have to beg for myself, I need, the Bible says, ask. Ask, you know, it's not a sin to ask, it's ask. And sometimes the only thing that, sometimes when people call me out of the blues, and depends on where I am, and they ask the question, what can we send for that person? And my, my just brain freeze. I never work with a list. So I tell people anything you can send. I remember one lady came and said, should I send you some money or send you some groceries? Um, I'm going back. I said, whatever the Lord lead you to do, just send. And um, we, we want to make sure every child has something to eat. And so we call upon the teachers. I, I expect you to be sincere, especially if you're a child of God and you're a teacher, that you don't only teach for a salary. That you look in your class and you can see this child who is missing a book, who is missing a book. What is a book? What are two books? What's a textbooks? There's somebody who's gonna use textbooks and we can make it from it can be from Scudset to Capuchin. Get this child a book, the pencil, a pair of shoes, maybe sports, socks, something. We don't know what it may be. 
but this is where we're going overdrive in the month of our next we'll think we'll be in Tarish Street and then Cairo Reserve and then we we'll make sure on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon we will just pack there and you will know because we'll be wearing our shirts that advertise open arms we welcome all and so we want you to do your part make sure maybe you say la mga pa laje no ba mete la jeun sa brasan no you do fonti phone call fo mon pe ton phone no cell phone cha o kasi et pou etim na gal l'école sans soulier ben panion bon soulier soulier a été depuis les fait fois me communion c'est ça unique toujours do something about that we we can help you we can get a, a even not a brand new shoe but a used shoe from another child that was an extra pair of shoes in England and from England since before Christmas and cannot fit them we hope in this foot will grow it will never grow again so donate that shoe don't put it on the bed and let it dry rot donate that shoe so that another child who needs it should now will be able to go back to school so we are in overdrive and we're asking you to make that phone ring and whether you from Scottsdale Capuchin Lapland Dales any place in Dominica and you know of one child and you call upon all the teachers i know you have a lot of work to do with school time you going back to school that you can help somebody so god bless you and thank you for the help so far and continue to reach out to open arms Jack, open arms to all. would yeah. you just repeat that number again that you want them to call 2770188 okay. 2770188 right find help for somebody you know i'll tell you something jack um we, we've been we've been engaging doing this mm-hmm. And um, my heart has been broken for some, but my mind has been going very fast on the others. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised, Jack, that some of the people who are even at work, who has a job, some of the single mothers who have a job, still struggle, cannot send yeah. the two and three children to school yes, with sir. all what they need. Yep. And let me tell you something. That's true. You, you, you. We, we, we try to do a, 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 a good thing. You know, we balance mm-hmm. this stuff and we look at the individuals and everything else. And when you have a single mother who you think is working that you thought that you could bypass, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you realize that the second child, or they try for one of the children, but the second child. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Then my mind goes into over overdrive. Mm-hmm. The number of people here who just cannot, cannot. and these are the people we target, Randy. And I, I want to interrupt when you. When I tell you, it's tough. Yeah, it's but there is really, something really tough. that an argument that yeah. is on the board, and many people have tried to convince me of that. But I want to say to all of you, as Randy saying that. Do not punish the children by judging the parents. Right. Please don't. I know some of you tell me that when my mind, because she be my mind, because papa you. I know all that. But these children did not call to be born, and the suffering of the children are personal. They feel. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but listen so to me, John. Please don't judge. Let, let me let me <clears throat> let me let me let me drive that home because mm. that's why I want to make the point. I've heard that. I, I want to make the point that. And, and, and I think it was it was it was uh, Moses name who was a social worker here who I heard made a comment like that very many years ago and and I have given it thought and researched it that Jack if you put your mind in 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 historical gear mm-hmm. Matthew you, you can do that 
we've been a proud people. Right. And what has happened to us over the years is that we've been losing our dignity. Mm-hmm. But there are still some people who are still a proud people. In other words, yeah. um, they need the help. Some of them will not ask for it. Right. Right. They need the help and they try to, to cover it, to couch it, they patch it. They still they, have their dignity. They, right. They, they still work. But they need the help. So, yes, you see them smile. You see them comb their hair. They have to go to work and they have to look presentable at work. So, they need to do that. But they can't give the children breakfast and they, they can't provide them a books. proper meal. And so for us, we have been so grateful for all the help. We started that by, by and my wife actually spearheaded it by actually asking the people in the church to contribute to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the things that amazed me is that some of the people who contributed to it needed help for their own children. Yes, okay. Sir. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so so some people brought you twenty dollars and forty dollars, but they didn't need they needed two hundred dollars worth of books. Right. Yeah. Right? And, and as 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 and I love the fact, you know, my wife and the ladies, whoever it is helping her did that. As we did that, these people who contributed twenty dollars and the forty dollars towards that got books for their child. Yeah. Or children, yeah. Or children. Yeah. At least the exercise books. Yeah. And they were so thankful thankful yeah and so and so we we you know we uh, and by the time we said that some people figured you know we need to assist it's so good that. sometimes to, to just look outside of the box you know when sometimes it's very very easy for you to to just want to consume everything on to your own self you think of your own personal need mm-hmm. when you make the sacrifice for others the thing about it is that what, what we fail to understand is when you when you sow it's like it's like the bible says you cast your bread on the water right. it's going to come back and sometimes it comes back in all different ways mm-hmm. you know it comes back to you different you know mm-hmm. and and we, we we see those things happening all all the time and and like you talk about the individuals who had so much more than what they could give right but as they sowed you know the thing about it is in 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 one seed or it's in one fruit you can you can con them out of seed, but mm-hmm. in the seed you can never tell them what fruit you're going to have. <laughs> and, and that has been going on very well. It's still going on very well. I am so yeah. grateful for it, and I'm sure my wife will 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 return thanks to all, may, the, yeah. all the benefactors in that regard because some people have just seen what we're doing yeah. and, and gotten involved in it. And and let me tell you something, Jack. You're talking about some people just brought shoes, right? So people bring shoes now, and they don't know. Almost like there was somebody waiting for, for the shoe. shoe. I, I found yeah. that so yeah. many times. It touches me, like when I when I go to the custom sometimes, and um, I never know what is in the boxes. When I tell the customers, custom officers that they they sometimes look at me funny, like how come you know? No, I really don't know what is in the box. And then <clears throat> you would see one article, one one pair of shoe, and then you ask, "Hey, that's nice." If you go outside, by the time you get there, somebody somebody knows somebody has the exact size of foot. That's exactly what has happened. What they what they need. So 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 you and get you get a shoe with with one hand and you just hand it over to somebody else who needed the shoe and so bad. That is when I feel fulfilled when I'm given when, when I see things and I I don't know for whom mm-hmm. I don't know and when I remember one case I I never forgot I was and. People tear up when they were so that. But a lady, um, we were distributing food. And I think that thing was provision and we mix it. We, what we do, we, we try to give some healthy foods with some some other, other kind of food. And then 
one lady said she had nothing to cook and what she did she put a pot of water <laughs> by faith on to the boil. fire mm -hmm. and when we came she said that's what i'm going to cook today she just had nothing at all but she believed god that somehow she's going to eat something today and we showed up and she she just like normal just kept on cooking yeah. because she by faith water was, she, hot, water already. was hot already she just kept on cooking because that's what you get some people tell you that um i remember one lady said um i have not eaten for how many, how many days and i said how comes she said she had the money but she couldn't afford to get somebody to get a tank of gas for her because she couldn't have a vehicle from where she lived and these are the services we like to provide and we tell people it's not so much if you for example we have had trying to get off the ground for the longest while and we have not gotten enough people who are willing to do that and matthew some of your people some of running people can do that adopt an elder right. adopt an elder doesn't cost for no money mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. that you call once a month uh, or if you have more time on your hand tazata, let's just say tazata, you just give that elderly person a call if they have a phone a visit uh, and, and, yeah. and when you can do the visit you do yeah. what you call them and it is on that phone call they'll tell you they need somebody to comb their hair they they, they would need a bath um they want to just take a stroll one lady in Rosu um, said to me, and you know people live in the Ku and Rosu, right? right? And But you never know how old they are, or disabled they are, or how need they are, because everybody's in their own private. Rosu mm. people is Rosu people, and they carry a certain level of, you know what? Mm, mm -hmm. And then she said to me, I don't need anything. Nice lady, I don't need anything. All I want you to do is just call me. Just call me and call me Tanzata. And that moved me because I would have thought coming to see her to bring her something. She said she has everything, but she just wants somebody to call her. At that stage. Mm. At that stage. Be, just because and the, script, the scripture is right. She needs companionship. Yeah. That's all. But, 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 but going further than that, Jack, what I found, and, and, and I've chastised myself in, in, in some ways in that regard, that um, one of the things that I used to do, for example, if I went to see uh, an elderly man, I would walk with my hair clip, my hair cut. Right. And uh, just give them my haircut, you know. And it amazed me how these people would just like, like, wow, they appreciate that so much. Just yeah, it doesn't take we, much we time. We don't drive. Just cut yeah. the hair, you Randy, know. what we always want to do now, and um, I, I, since January, I say I, I need to talk to you all. We need to do that through the churches. Mm -hmm. You know that Matthew knows his people better. Matthew would know somebody who's not trying to mama guy us in Bishle. Because we don't know the lady. And she said she had 25 children. We, mm. we, do, we don't know if it's 23 and she put in two more on it. Mm. But Matthew would know. Mm -hmm. And then we want, that is what we're trying to do for DAC. That we, we use the pastors as our ambassadors to verify our list of whether we investigate or not. But even when we are there in the area distributing, that members of the church would appear. And right. people would right. think, I, we don't mind if they think it's from the church. That doesn't bother me because we try to work. We do a lot of networking. We work with any and every charity who is doing what we're doing. We don't have yep. to come and duplicate in your area. If we come in, we can bring you five bucks. I know in Portsmouth, I, I forgot her name. I'm sorry, Julie. Um, and we work with Julie Foundation, Julie Martin, I think, Foundation. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to come and do it. We co collaborate with them and we came and we did a great work in Portsmouth. Caught here, take high blood pressure. And they have the nurse, we don't. 
they have a doctor who is willing to come and do something. We don't. We come there as open arms, and we open arms not only to the needy. We open arms to all. Right. You know, we can work with any and every organization who is yeah. able. We may just be able to work in Grand Bay, for example. Um, we have never done a distribution in Grand Bay proper in Grand Bay, but but there are a bunch of nurses who are so concerned about their mental patient, and every now and then they cook for them. And for many times, and we, we have not always been regular, but to send them the product that they can cook. We don't have to go there and do any cooking right. for them. And as I said, and I need to go back, I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I owe you. <laughs> Nurse Basta, if you're listening tonight, we have not forsaken you. You know, and these are the kind of work we want to do. Whether we go to Lapland and there's already a committee in Lapland who is right. concerned about the elderly and children and the disabled, we say, come on, what can we send for you? Right. So we don't only go there to advertise open arms. Nobody gets the glory except God. You know, and that yes, is our aim. I have a, a lovely lady in Bath Estate. Um, I know she's going to record my neck. I couldn't remember her name. But she has a charity. And um, many times when I run short of, of, of children's clothes, she is the person I go to. We have a lady, the Carib Foundation, um, the Jacko feeds um, Amelia. Um, she is the one who maybe organized that foundation. We don't need to know anything about her foundation, but her foundation is a good thing to build on. So we are building, <laughs> we are building on that foundation. We have a wonderful relationship. And when we are going to the Carib she's going to come along with us. You know, she will know the people better. She will know what to do. We sometimes get a little off track by what we want to do, and we are distracted by the aura of the whole thing. Yeah, here's here's, here's what I've said. Make Jack. sure what we do is effective and it falls in the right on and the right people. Here's what I've said, Jack. That is and that is it's unfortunate, but but it's the reality. And and, and for my tenure as president, and um, constitutionally, I probably have another year and, and two months, a year and three months. Um, because it it means that I would have served three terms, yeah. and um, I am not going to change the constitution for my for my benefit. Yeah, I will change it. You will change it. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not change the constitution for my benefit. So I'm looking forward to mm. this year and three. Here's here's the issue here. The issue here, and I shared that yesterday with the with with um um the the general secretary of the Evangelical Association of the Caribbean who's here this weekend, and I said the the challenge that I'm having is that. We are not able to get a lot of our leaders to understand that if you keep trying to build a kingdom by yourself, with yourself, among yourself, for yourself, you will always fail. Always fail. Yeah. Because Jesus says he came to build his church. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. And all we are is little bits of the church. Amen. Yep. that he came to build and we unless we understand that principle mm -hmm. we're not going to do much and, and sadly there are too many of us who are still bent on 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 safeguarding on protecting on building something that we don't know we don't have well, what's the purpose right. you know and, and right. that is sad that is sad very very so sad. we can't sacrifice anything for anything now 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 Quite frankly, and that's not what we're supposed to be discussing tonight, Jack, but, but quite frankly, it defeats everything biblical that we, we have already said. We preach, yeah. we speak. We preach one thing, but, but we, we can't practice leave something it. completely different. Right? We, 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 we preach, cast your bread upon the waters, and you will find it many days after. We preach that whatever you sow will come back to you. We ask our people to sow into our kingdom building, and we don't understand the principle of that that we have 
to sow into other areas. And, and I've shared with people that I have had first-hand experience, for the front seat row, if you like, on, on building a ministry through Front Grace Fellowship, as you know, from zero, absolutely zero, to, to the place where it is now. And it's still not where I want it to be. I, I certainly, my, my desire, Jack, is to build a multi-million dollar uh, uh, ministry. And I'm not talking about buildings and so on. Mm. I'm talking about a ministry that will reach people, touch people's lives, because that's what quite frankly i'm about and that's why i said in my church some time ago if you give me 30 million dollars us today i already know what i'm going to do with it i don't have to think i don't have to make a plan i already have a strategic plan as to what to do uh, because there there's so much work to be done yes in the ministry in god's mm. kingdom mm -hmm. that 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 amount of money is a little bit now, so I'm not thinking of truth and grace as a ministry. If I'm, if I'm, if I have 30 million US, Jack, I'm thinking of the ministry that Open Arms is doing. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking of the lunch for the children that Matthew is thinking. Yeah. Well, he was thinking about. I don't know if he's still thinking about it in Maragot. I'm still, thinking of what this one is doing. I'm thinking of because there's work to be done. Because we have no problem in working with Matthew. Because I, I tell people, you know, I don't need to make a name for myself because my mother gave me two already. And and plus the one my father carry. So I, you know, it, name. I, I don't need to make a name for myself at that age. Um, people have to know it's us. You know, it's you amazing you're talking about business. the Jack. You will never find a business in Dominica under my name until the day all you um, cremate me. Um, What's you cremate, cremate you? have to cremate you? I warn you already. You want us to cremate you? Yeah. You have to write that for me to see. And even if you write it after you do, I still do what I want. I want you already anyway. No, you can see what you want. <laughs> I want in me. It's, my, it's, it's, it's so like he will come back and do something, right? Yes, I will come back and do something. <laughs> so I'm you telling know. you, I don't need to make an. And it, it saddens me when I speak to any person in leadership that think that is the aim, that is the goal. Um, one one official had asked, "Who's going to get the credit for it?" Mm. And that yes. made Thought. me monte fashion. But of yeah. You know, um, and I say a few things. Um, so. Who's credit? I don't need credit. Who cares? Who about cares? Credit? Because when a child is hungry, the child doesn't care where the food comes from, you know. No, but, but, just but, put but, it but let's, let's, the child. let's not even go to that. You go to the child. I'm not going to the child, you know. Mm -hmm. you know? So for who are you doing it? If you're doing first, go about your business and do your business. I don't, I don't need that. People who are like that are wrong me. I tell them, should about, wait, you check your sin by yourself. Mm -hmm. okay? Go and get the credit if you want. Yeah. No I, I, it's, it's, not, it's not very, very, very far-fetched. Um, the idea is not far-fetched at all mm -hmm. in terms of what we're talking about, where people are asking or trying to find out who gets the credit or not. Because the thing about it is uh, around us, that is what we are, we are accustomed to do. There's, there's a culture of wrong motive in terms of what we're doing. I mean, we we started this this um, the Obenevolent Ministry, you know, and I'm talking about, you know, recommencing it after after Maria. And we've never stopped running. You know that we've yeah. never, never stopped. And the thing is, we don't have to be out there blowing our trumpet and Matthew is out there feeding the shut-ins and, and, and those in need and different stuff. We, you know, and twice a week, from since Maria, we have been on the roadside, you know, with a feeding program, ensuring that feeding and clothing, you know. And but the thing about it is that we we are con consistent, and the idea here is that nobody has to take the credit for what it is, because at the end of it all, God deserves the glory. Yeah, but Matthew, here's the thing: and what we have done is we followed a, a really go uh, ungodly worldly principle. Of course. So so you have companies and politicians who give three hundred dollars and they call a press conference for it. And I, and I said that some time ago, and, 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 and of course, as usual, people get vexed with what I say. I mm. said, the, the work that we do, let me tell you, 
we were feeding. We have been feeding people in Rozo. Not even my whole church had no body. Yeah, yeah. Not even my whole church. The people who know about it, my treasurer, my secretary, a couple of people on my board, who knows that when you see these guys come here and you see secretary hand the plastic to them, what they're actually getting is some food to go and cook. Mm -hmm. Right? We've been doing that now for years. Right. Recently, somebody asked a question, and, and, and well, one of my Sunday school department is organizing formally or something. And I shared with them, and, and the superintendent said, Pastor, we've been doing that. I said, yes, we've been doing that for years. Because this is oh, this is part of the Christian life. That's right. That is we as it's not something. Be, it comes up because few of us are doing it. Mm -hmm. But this is something all of us should be doing all the time. time. That the church is supposed to be involved directly. This every, is the way of life of the church. church. I, apart from our steering committee, who's doing whatever. Every member of the church. This is how we say you are an ambassador. If you can see a house from your house, every house you see in that circumference is your constituency you are supposed to know what's going on in that house if there are children if there are an elderly if there are people unfortunate less fortunate than you and we are every church member we don't ask you to do anything we just ask you to find the necessary help for somebody you go somewhere somebody go by the kitchen um, in certain house and and, and and these people are struggling to finish a kitchen yes a kitchen sometimes a bathroom and you go there and say and the lady would say something like, man, I'm not too then I'm going to put a sink in the kitchen. Just so. And I said to her, church, man, why don't you come to our storm and find out if there's not a sink? Right there. If not, there's a window broken since Maria. We might be not be able to buy 10 windows. But you can change the glass. But we can change the glass. We can so many simple things that I've seen being on the field. When yeah. especially when they said, Pastor Jack, you have to come and see that one. You know, so you say, what is there? Fresh it supply wood. $300. We said to ourselves, well, of course we can come on Saturday afternoon and, and the Cluisa Cluisa. Mm. You know? And it's not so much the person who's receiving it is overwhelmed. But it's not much for but you for to do. Us, it's it's just do the effort. Just do the effort. Make the sacrifice necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say that um, again, that if there is any other charity who may think that they can do something out of what we have, what we get, or the help we can give, we have no qualms with that because we know there are other people doing the same work and sometimes you may not have the resources that we have and which we may not need for the particular area we're covering at the time but you have more urgent need open arms is very and i have a very wonderful wife who has a very sweet voice Papa. and you would love to talk to her at this and juncture ladies and gentlemen we'll, so, um, we'll, we will stop <laughs> we'll stop will, and take an ad <laughs> and then we will return to talk to you when we come back <laughs>
is keeping you connected. Someone is on the telephone. Good evening. You are connected. Who is going to pay for Jack, Pastor Jack Ad? The one he just had. I don't know. That's why I tried to put him up it's there. Already, it's already paid for. <laughs> and you, you, paid for let me tell you something. I, I and speak. remember, mm. remember, no cremation. Not for you. Cremate? Kisaki cremate. Papa Ali. Piety. Ibaga cremate. Ibaga cream of wood. You're a cremate. All right, all right, Jack. You know, I, I I did say today that would probably wind up our conversation on <laughs> critical things. You know, I've had to over that. I've had to have ended it on last. And you week. have been thinking. You have been talking critically all the time. Yes, I thought last week. I've been we covered that. Last week we weren't here. Last week you remember? I mean, week before. Last week, ladies and gentlemen, we weren't here because Jack didn't want to come. He had an emergency. He had to rescue somebody, and uh, those fellas there does make me, you know, one try to find out. I go have to Google words to find out what they did. One time it was Matthew that had to rescue somebody. Now it's Jack that go and rescue somebody. I myself don't know what rescue they're doing. If there was a flood somewhere, but they rescue somebody, so. That's why we're not here last Monday, okay, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. But but we are here tonight, and we are very happy that we are here tonight. Right. <laughs> the magistrate that tell the fella come here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the office has been trying to get us for some time now. Good evening, you are connected. Uh, good evening, pastors. It has been a while. Yes, it has been I'm a while. Back again. Good, good to hear. Oh, you. How are you doing? We're doing fairly well. Let me share. Happy birthday to your mother. Thank you. Pastor Matthew, good afternoon. Yes, good evening, good evening. Pastor Jack also. A very good Nice to hear your voice again. Um, thank you very much. Listen, I, in your opening monologue, you talked about the price of gas and the economy. Now, I would like those young persons who studying economics to listen very closely. You see... We have a situation where when this government, this excuse for government came to office in 2000, the country was literally in what we probably call equilibrium. In other words, we didn't have more goods, less cash, more cash, less goods, and this sort of stuff. From the time this government came to office, as I listened to a writing from CS Global, who is the uh, mouthpiece for the government, saying that Mr. Skerry managed the, the um, inflation very well, better than developed countries. Now, I didn't know that Dominica had, Dominicans were flushed with money and no goods to purchase with it. But Mr. Skerry and his friends, the likes of the Nazi brothers, Ivo and Gregor, the Lawrence brothers, Alec and, and Lawrence, the Capitole and these people, then they have been flushed with cash and no goods to buy. So I suppose in Mr. Skerry's effort to control the inflation, he over-adjusted and now we are in recession. Recession is the reverse of too much cash chasing too few goods. Now we don't have any cash and we really don't even have any goods. So we are in depression. 
Now, in a recessionary state, you do not tax. You do not impose taxes. What has been done with the gas is that the government, when the gas prices is falling in the global market, we are increasing the price of gas by the government imposing a tax that has nothing to do with the world supply. The gas prices is falling everywhere. But in Dominica, it is increasing. The government has imposed an additional tax on fuel. When the economy is in the deepest recession, it has been, it has been in recession for about 10 years or more now. I, I, listen, I, I, listen, I'm not sure that the government has necessarily imposed an additional tax. My argument over the years, over the weeks, has been that the government has told us that it has given us a subsidy on gas uh, and um, this is is absolute you know nonsense uh, to give us a subsidy in because in fact in real terms the government is receiving more money if the CIF on the gas is higher right they hire the CIF even if the tax rate remains the same the government receives more money. So if you tell us the CIF has gone up and you give us a subsidy of a dollar, how much money are you making on that? So the government and, and, and their technicians are trying to hoodwink the population in that regard. I don't necessarily think that they have imposed a new tax. It is just that the take home on the CIF is much more, and that's easy for anybody to understand. Well, basically, in essence... Once you're paying more for something, it's a tax. Okay? Don't care how you add it, don't care how you slice it. <laughs> because if the CIF goes up and the government tells you they gave you, what, kind, what did they give you? They gave you back something? No, they didn't give anybody nothing. Because exactly. they are so saying the price is supposed wrong. to be X and it's not X, so we have given you a subsidy. I, I, I checked the meaning of subsidy and I didn't realize that subsidy is now taking less money than you were supposed to take. Well, you see, that's the sort of thing that I, 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 I wouldn't be a politician. I'll tell you why. <laughs> the dishonesty, the yes. lying, the, the deception. Deceitfulness. Thanks. So you can tell me I'm paying more for gas and you gave me a subsidy? <laughs> well, what kind of story is that? You see, again, understand something. This administration in Dominica, led by Roosevelt Kerry, the Kerry Family Party, formerly known as the Dominican Labour Party. They have no idea. I doubt any one of them in there can even spell the word economic. Mm-hmm. to talk about economic development. All they right. have no idea. All right. Thank, thank you. Afternoon. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I had to share that aspect, you know, with cr- in critical thinking with somebody when they talked to me about it. I sat them down and I said, listen, if, if the CIF on gas was eight dollars mm-hmm. and let us say let us say for simple mathematics sake that the government duties on it was 50 percent mm-hmm. it means that the government makes four dollars right if the cif goes up to ten dollars the rate of the tax doesn't change no it means that government is now taking five dollars so if government tell you they give you one dollar back what change? <laughs> yes, and, and and I think it is it is deceitful. It is 
it is disingenuous it is dishonest to 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 tell people that because as, uh, uh, if you critically think which is what we're talking about mm. then what are you really saying to us what what are you really saying to us because in, and if you give me a subsidy it means jack when 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 i was in the insurance world um especially in crop insurance one of the things that we knew for example is that the american system was providing an insurance subsidy to their farmers which means they were paying a certain portion of the premium okay why because crop insurance is very expensive okay so they pay a portion of the premium so the farmers could feel secure in doing what they have to do that is a subsidy okay a subsidy is something that somebody gives in, you in to, to cushion it. what you have what to you spend have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not something that they're taking away from you. Tell you, well, I, I, I take in take half, less. but I'll take, I'll take a little less than half. And sometimes, when they tell you they're taking less, they, you have to take less, no less. That's what I'm saying. It is all dependent on where the CIF is. So, so in the, in the example I raised, if the CIF, for example, went up to twelve dollars, mm -hmm. and the duty is fifty percent, government is now getting six dollars. Right. If government tell you they take a dollar, they still taking a dollar more than what they used to take. Mm. They're going home with that amount of money. So stop, 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 stop being dishonest with people. And, and, and that's all I'm saying with right. that, right? And that is where my critical thinking is coming. Okay. My grandfather, Jeffrey Loder, used to say, Lee calls it a less pui. Okay. I'm going to ask question. Right. You call me your pani less pui. Yeah. Right? I want you to make an announcement. Money less, look, you want to make another announcement again. Yes. This Lucille, one, this Lucille, one, look, Jack wants to make another announcement Lucille, again. Lucille, that is part of a charity. You can announce and repeat for me. Anybody who has a house to rent between Kingfield and Rosewood, um, they can call my number, personal number. Any house to rent, is there, yeah. is there a budget amount? Um, I don't have the budget right now, but I know I need to facilitate the, um, somebody to relocate. These are some of the things we do. But this time it is urgent that I need to relocate somebody between Rosso and Canefield. If, it, if it's a um, flat downstairs, it will be much better for me, you know, for convenience. So we'll say that over and over and as you talk. As you critically think, think of these houses between um, Rosso and Canefield because it's urgent. I need that done. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm announcing that tonight anybody who has a house and you could either call me on my personal number 276-1509 or 277-0888 and um we can talk we can i can come and visit and come and see what this is like we need that urgently all right let's get back to 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 to, to capping that mm. conversation um on this whole question of critical thinking right 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 uh, matthew uh, you know, I know, I, want, we have been, I know we've been talking uh, uh, for the past time on, on, on a number of different areas as it relates to critical thinking. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the, I think one of the, 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 the past week that we, we spoke about, we spoke about just the whole concept of, of where, people, where people are in terms of what we should be doing, com doing, a, doing a comparative analysis to what we're doing in relation to what we should have been doing, uh, even as a church. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when, when you, you, we look at the church and we realize that a lot of what we've been doing really seem to be very, very um, more theoretical than practical. And because of that, people are not 
critically thinking even in the church because we tend to think that we are critically 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 thinking because we are speaking loudly and people don't understand speaking loud is not critical thinking you know <laughs> it is it, and, and that's why I, I like the way that we have approached that subject in terms of having people to think through it uh, somebody for example called me about what and i did not i up to now i have not heard the exact quote of the minister of uh, justice rayburn blackmore with regard to what he said with people walking on, on, on Wednesdays and those who bus drivers who want to strike. And I said, um, just think a while. You must let people scare you. Um, nobody can arrest anybody for walking. Nobody. And nobody can arrest anybody either for protesting. It is a right under the law that if I don't agree with you, I can say so. Now, they can scare five of you, but they can't scare 5,000 of you. So 5,000 of you to come out and do that. On the telephone, good evening, you're connected. Pastor Jack, I will help. I will search for you. Once you've got Babs, that is put in your outside. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Say Babs, I need yours. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, somebody. But, but you get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yes, thank I, you. I understand exactly what you're saying. In fact, I was just going to say that that was one of the 10 points when Pastor Jack and I led that um that 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 night, night. on critical thinking we, we dealt with there's one point that we actually we didn't we didn't explain this point but you just raised it a while ago there mm -hmm. which is so which is so important when we said that um critical thinking we said it raises awareness but at the same time it evaluates the arguments that are generated right and and it's important for people to know that so so for example you have to know that there are some things you don't pay attention to right so if i were to hear the minister of justice say that i would say well sort and i'd leave that alone you follow what i'm saying why because i evaluate that statement and i figure that's of no value right that statement is intended to threaten somebody right, right. now if the person is stupid enough to be threatened by your idle statement they will be right what you need to do is to be able to analyze that statement and say, oh, how can you do that? What right do you have? Now, it's true that somehow in this country, people, some people are thinking that they are the law and they can do what they want. However, I still have a right. And, you, and you're right. All through history, the church has always been the, uh, the medium by which awareness has been raised all through, irrespective to whether people, whether it had to do with the kings, whether it had to do with um, with the judiciary, you know, whatever aspect of society, the church was the one that stood, you know, on the periphery and raised awareness. And as a result of that, guess what? And and so arguments were literally evaluated based on the awareness that the church created. And for for some reason, it just seemed to me that you know, when you when you stand, no matter who you are, as a child of God, absolutely nothing should cause you to be so quieted that you're not able or willing to be able to raise awareness but, but, but matthew it is it is that that part of that if you ask me jack and matthew is because we've we are being conditioned into an area where where trifles become more important than substance right so so little things uh, we, we we are concerned about little things in our image so, so somebody made a comment to me today when i preached at the 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 funeral of the young lady who who got electrocuted some time ago um, I was making a very, very, I think, what is a succinct comment. Let me take those calls and I'm going to, I want to go back to that. On the telephone, good evening, you are connected. Sorry, I'm not calling again. I just got my response, Pastor Jack. Oh, please. Um, right right on target. Text that right, to me. Text that to me. Message that to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Good evening, you are connected. 
Hello? Yes, you are connected. Good evening. Yes, good evening, Ambassador. Um, good night. Yes. I glad you you can talk about the pool because I am on the bombing right in my vehicle. I was sitting in my vehicle when the woman pulled it tagged the van because then also saw my vehicle before he saw that on the 18th of December 2018 mm -hmm. at my McMahon gas station. Up to now, I have effects about that tear gas bursting right in my face on my windshield, mm -hmm. my back windshield, and nothing has been done before it's coming. No yeah. case, nothing goes, and I'm suffering. This country, for the loan that knows, I'm a believer, I'm a born again believer. But I really come by your office. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Wicked people. God will put a deal with them. Up to now, nothing can be done for me. All right. I mean, I'm in Loftus number. Loftus is not my opinion. I don't have his number, I don't have his Loftus. Okay. Of this young lady went, since she went to St. Kitts. Now she went to St. Kitts somewhere in 2018. Mm. And the PS of education is saying that we've lost a stalwart in education. Five and years. I, and I sat there thinking that's a young woman who came to our church, who's been at our church, who was teaching in Dominica. The government of Dominica didn't see it fit. To appoint her qualified eh? she's qualified she did everything she's qualified the government of dominica didn't sit fit to appoint her she lives here drops anchor in another country for a few years and she is lauded as tallwart of education and i said something has to be wrong with that because she didn't go to send kids to become a good teacher no, she went to St. as a good teacher. She went to St. Kitts as a good teacher. I understand that a young lady walked out. And I found that out later, so I laughed. When they told me, so I laughed. It's the young lady, I understand the young lady walked out because that I made a political statement. And I said, okay, from her standpoint, if she thinks I make a political statement, she has a very ignorant mind that needs to be educated. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, what does that going out have to do with me? What did it do to me? didn't do nothing to me. It didn't change the price of tea nowhere. Didn't change the price of a man and wood tea nowhere. I think some people overstate their importance they, to themselves. Right. Now, now, so critical thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Now, some people will figure, but yeah, uh, okay, I'll change it. I, I said, no. Ignorance make you do that. I, I'm, not, I'm not glorifying ignorance. No. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I'm thinking above that. I'm not even talking to you asking you a question about it we're not having any this i'm not glorifying that at all because my thinking pattern says if i drop to glorify this i have dropped the level of the presentation i just made mm -hmm. yep. right? right now now what we are doing mm -hmm. uh matthew is right. that generally we are using trifles right as that which become the main subject you're right you're so right. the side stage becomes the main event and we forget the main event totally which is what jesus 
had a problem with 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 in my few chapter what what, what was it uh, 24 somewhere there when, when he talks about um um you you tithe on on cumin and anise and celery and parsley and celery and parsley and and you forget mm -hmm. the, the matters that is where we are jack the gospel the good news of the gospel is not about what we say mm -hmm. it has always been about what we do mm -hmm. so what we're doing randy what, what we're doing i mean i i you know i when you when you start speaking like this really get me a little bit excited really honestly because i have i have sat down and i have made a lot of introspection i have thought about it i've looked around you know taking some time and what we're doing is we are creating a sort of impulse satisfied generation right and by doing this, what we're doing is we, when we do this, we're losing a people of resilience. Mm -hmm. anytime, anytime, anytime people become impulse satisfied, they're no longer resilient. That's right. Because they any, will accept anything, anything for anything. Anything can blow you down and throw you down as well. Jesus warned about this. Mm -hmm. Guess what? And he warned about the individuals who get themselves in a place when he, remember when he said, when Jesus said, why, why did you come here to see? I always, I've always laughed at this statement. He said to them, okay, you're looking at me, right? And, and you, you are taken up by what you see. But, but right and truly, what did you come here to see? A reed shaken <laughs> in the wind? In other words, you know, you come to see a little grass shaken by any little thing. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of people, they would, ex they would want to see men and women of God who become, you know, people who are easily remotely controlled, being able to be moved by That's the whims right. and fancies of those who so-called, you know, uh, um, leading the, the masses in this hour and becoming impulse satisfied. But mm -hmm. guess what? I am not going to become impulse satisfied. Listen, I want to be resilient. I want to be able to stand up and be critically thinking about the things that I'm supposed to be thinking. Right. And, and I say to people, anytime you become that person where anybody can satisfy you with anything they have and you can be easily bought, you are not a candidate for what God has called you to be. Mm -mm. And, 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 and that is so right. Now, now, our people need to understand that you have, and it, it, you have gone, you have gone to go to university to get that, you know. You have to go to the place where you can make those simple decisions by thinking through the truth or the facts of what you have. I love what, what Boyce ministered through last night. He said, you have to go to a place where you need to stand. So you have a standing, right? When you have a standing, you must look. Right. Check out what's around you. Mm -hmm. Check out where you are. Right. What distance have you walked? What, what juncture are you at now? And when you have done that, ask the right questions. Find out critically thinking. How do I get out of that morass? Dominicans need to do that now, right? They need to stand. You need to have a standing. You need to know where you are. You, you can't be blown by any wind of, of crap anybody talk. You need to know that. You need to look to see what's happening around me now. Jack is this one. This one is that one. This one. Just just collect evidence. That's that's what I want to put in my notes. Mm -hmm. right. Collect your evidence. When you have done that, ask the proper questions. Matthew, you said so and so. What on earth do you mean by that? And where are you going to go? What's your objective? And when you have concluded that, now you need to decide, I'm going that direction. That's what critical thinking does. Mm -hmm. So you think about the information you have, but your critical thinking must move you to action. Now, let me submit that to Dominicans tonight, that there are some of you who have a standing, at least you say so, 
You know exactly what is happening around you. But you are not even willing to ask the questions because you are afraid that if you ask Jack the question, Jack will think that you blue. Or Matthew will think that you red. And because of that, you, you, you don't ask the question because you are afraid of the answer. Not that you, you, you know you need the answer, but you are afraid of the answer. Yeah. Right? And consequently, you have not been able to make one stroke from where you are. Yes. And, and that's why some of you are where you are now. You, you, you're in a place of, of in-between decisions. You've lost resilience is what it is. You've lost resilience. You, yeah. you, you can't act for yourself anymore. You, you can't move. Somebody needs to carry you. And what we are asking you to do, my brothers and sisters, is come to a place where you know at that crossroad decide, uh-uh, now that I've had all the information, you know, I, I listened to a radio station some time ago, and, and they were rehashing something that was pre the 2019 election. And I said, you can know when people do have anything to talk about. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and I heard another guy talking about something, and, and, and I said, you can know when they have run out of gas. That vehicle is almost tall. But you have to find a way to do something. So now, if you can imagine that with me, ladies and gentlemen, now that's my critical thinking going. You can imagine five fellas behind a Friton truck trying to push it. That is where some people are. Because no matter what they see, they look and they see, what they see, they want to change into what they want. Yeah, I've heard yeah. people many times, um, when you don't critically think, mm -hmm you often prone to give emotional response. Right. You will hear a person listen to a lecture and or to a sermon, and people in the audience say, I don't like what you see. Mm. My response was, I was not selling ice cream. It wasn't a flavor thing. And you are not supposed to like it. You are supposed to think about it and have the intelligence to deduct from it what you think you need. Right. It may not be something you like, but something you need. I don't think most people go to the doctors for something they like. They go for something they need. I often say to, to the church all the yeah. time, I'm not really here to make you feel good. I'm here, no, I'm not I'm, I'm to, here to get you well. You. I'm here yes. to get you well. That's what a doctor does. <laughs> no. Because you don't feel good when you go by the dentist. I don't come to see you. Hi, Mr. Dentist, I come to see you. How are you now? No, you, it's not an emotional thing. I don't go to bond with you. I don't go to celebrate with you. I come to get the treatment that I need. And oftentimes people don't understand. Whether you go to listen to a lecture or whether you listen to a church sermon, it's not a matter what you like. You have to hear it and think about the information that you're receiving. And so you can use it for use your it for good. good. Sorry about that. Please call again. Please call again. And, and we, we often, sometimes, even as preachers, we preach on pins and needles. That you're afraid that somebody in the audience, somebody in the audience will not like what you see. And, Jack, and this we, puts you in prison. We preach on pins and needles because we come with a preconceived expectation. Mm -hmm. I said to a police some time ago, I said, you know one of the reasons why you're losing too many cases? Because in your mind, you tell yourself, I'm I going to make Mr. Pay for what I don't know he did. Mm -hmm. On the telephone, good evening, I'll come back to you in a while. Good evening, you're connected. Good evening, Reverend. Yes, good evening. Mm -hmm. I have three points, three questions. Yes. One is, can one think critically without entertaining the opposite point of view? That's the first one. The second one is, who created evil? And the third one, is there racism in the Bible? 
Okay, let me answer the first one. The first one, when I said a while ago you have to look, you're not looking for what you want. You're looking for what exists. And if you're looking for what exists, you will see the good, the bad, and the ugly. You'll see the right, the wrong, and, and whatever else. So in order for you to think critically, your looking will assimilate information that is positive and negative, mm -hmm. that is right or wrong. Yeah. Okay? That's question one. Question two was what? Who created evil? Uh, Mafia, you want to answer that question? Evil. Who created evil? Who created evil? Uh -huh. God said he did. I don't well, you see that, that I, the reason why I, the reason why I'm, I'm I, you know, pause for a moment to take it because that's not the first time that that question has been asked. It's been asked historically, and of course there are there are different words used there in relation to to evil in the Bible. We know that there are at least two main words used there, and the we, the one that is used really in Isaiah is is the. Um, what most people say, well, God, when the scripture says, well, I created evil, no. you well, know, you know, the, the whole idea here is the evil that is that is mentioned is not the moral wrongdoing. So it is, it's not that's not the word that is used there. It's no. the whole concept that is used there is to portray God's divine character as it relates to really the the the, the ignorance of the darkness of this world and so it's a different it's 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 totally different so so the evil that i'm not sure what evil he's asking and and that would be something i'd like to know because but, but if an, i know but answer asking, the question just answer the question who it, created it, evil the evil you're talking about from isaiah is what evil evil is not something that is again that, that, that's why it's important because i have to take it from 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 the angle that that I'm thinking if I believe what he's asking. Mm -hmm. So evil is not really created as much as evil is the absence of light. Right. Let me see if I can explain this here. It's, it's the absence of light. In, in other words, it's like you have evil because there is no light. And so anytime there is no light shining in any specific area, evil is going to emerge and so it's not that there is a creation of evil as much as there is an absence of light if i get some more time i, I will deliver it let, let me let me hear there. jack answer that question no, no, but, but, because I, I think i have a simple answer to that um when first i heard that i went researching and one i did not well, i don't know how far my research took me but then i find something that satisfied me mm -hmm. that by virtue of god creating good evil appears Right. It's not exactly. a matter of God went and right. like he created the mango and then created the orange. Right, exactly. No, as much as he created light, there is darkness. So anything that God has created that is good, the positive, the evil side is there. It's, if you don't do what is right, you are into the wrong. So it's not that the, the, the understanding from the English language was very limited, not with the Greek or Hebrew language, very limited in the explanation and says that God brought into being evil. God didn't do that. God brought into being good and automatically the opposite is evil. Okay, I'm glad both of you did it very, very justice to it. The simple way to look at this, ladies and gentlemen, is that once you have a standard, you will have those who break the standard. You didn't you right. didn't make anybody break the standard no, no. you created a standard and once you have a standard then the people are going to break the standard and, and i like the, the light and evil because the bible says the world was without form and without light god came and he gave it light that makes a difference what was the final question 
I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I remember the two first questions, maybe in conversation. I didn't write any one of them down. Sorry. I, I forgot the last question. Let me return to this critical uh, uh, thinking thing because I but really want to But that's a good question, it. Randy. I'd like us to deliver at some point in time. The reason why I'm, I was trying to take some time to be able to deliver it because mm -hmm. I would have liked to use the words. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I can explain this. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, I wanted the two Hebrew words because I know the difference. Yeah, but I, I, some time I, I, did, I didn't want us to, to, to spend too much time on oh, tonight I, I, because yes. I really want so, us to conclude. Right. No, but it's, it's, it's a subject I believe we, we would need to look at. Yeah, because uh, yes. it takes us away from, from, us away. from what, right, we, right. What, what, we, what we're discussing tonight in terms. And I really want to cap that discussion this evening. On the telephone, good evening, you're connected. Yes, good evening. Even as you plan to cap the discussion this evening, I <clears throat> would um, suggest that whether it's next year, we, re we come back to, uh, to um, that same topic on critical thinking. Um, because, it, you know, it's a very good topic, and people are born every day. People come to certain awareness, you know, at different mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. So bringing back that topic would probably just be the right time. For at some point, time. yes. Yeah. Now, the first question was, uh, or the second question? Is, the third question. The third question we want now. Yeah. Is there racism in the Bible? Is there racism in the Bible? Okay. All right. Yes. 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 That was the question. Is there racism in the Bible? Well, we see it many, many times in the Bible. I mean, we have lots of examples in the Bible, and uh, you know, we can go right back and and see that. You know, Solomon says, "My brothers hit me because my my skin is black." I mean, you know, and uh, Moses had. I mean, you look at what happened with Moses. And the Bible says when when his his um, his sister, you know, and his brother, and the Bible says, and they spoke about his wife, were Egyptian, mm -hmm. and and uh, when you think about it, and the Bible says immediately God came down. And said to them, what, what's going on? You can speak against my, my servant. And their, their discussion was about racism. It was about, of course, they had, the, you know, they, they, um, you know. Keep, 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 keep knowing the one, keep thinking that um, there are things in the Bible. In fact, the scripture says that the Bible is written for our learning. Yes. Right. Right, it doesn't mean that because it's within the pages of the Bible that we do it. And for example, right. no, okay, it's for learning. But, but it was there in in Bible times it's when right, Jesus right. walked, the and earth, it was dealt with, and it was dealt with. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus walked the earth, one of the greatest thing that he had to deal with was the Jews and the Samaritans. Racism mm -hmm. again. That was the height of racism. <laughs> that Jesus would not even um, the woman said, "What do you have to do with? What do we have to do, do with, with you?" you? And that was a and, racist statement. And you think when we talk about the race, most people tend to think it's white mm. and black. black. It's no. not white and black. black. <laughs> that, that's not really. That's not the whole. That's not the what they say was saying that um, the Samaritans were second-class Jews. Right. They were mixed. Right. And since they were mixed, we should have nothing to do with them. What right. are you, but, a, but the, a but Jew, talking to me, a Samaritan? But the Jews thought that yeah. the Gentiles were dogs. Yes. <laughs> so you know. So and, and, and that was too, and. and Jesus confronted it in using the illustration, the good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. You know, usually Samaritans, when you say the word Samaritan, you already have in your mind what kind of person mm -hmm. that is a second class citizen. But Jesus gave a whole um, story about the good Samaritan. Samaritan. That means goodness can be found in any race. In any color, gentlemen, you know, both of you, <laughs> both of you think very critically, even within the scripture. And I applaud you both for that. I will, I will issue you a certificate. <laughs> Thank you. I need one. <laughs> um, but, but, but let's let's get back to this, because because I really want our people to to hopefully learn from what we're teaching in in that regard, so everybody can begin to think for themselves. On the telephone. Good evening. You are connected. Yeah. Good evening, guys. Um, good show. Thank you. Um, 
in regard to this question about who created evil, I know you all addressed it already, but if I want to give my input, I would say, like I'm one of the one of you all said, um, it, you all said evil is the absence of light, right? Mm -hmm. But I'll say, insofar as God is the ultimate good, I would say that evil is the absence of good. C'est la même chose. C'est la même chose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and on the racism thing, I think it's, I think there's a strong case for tribalism, so to speak, mm -hmm. in the Bible, than for racism, because I don't think you could actually call it the Jews a race to say. Actually, there is racism, and in, in the in the in the one of the examples that Matthew raised with Moses' wife, Moses' wife was black. Mm -hmm. Solomon was black and, and, and he did mention that some of you like me because of my color. Okay, okay. All right. All right? So there is also that. But thank, thanks for that. Very, very good. Very good, yeah. You see, those are the kinds of... I like to have those kind of conversations. You see what he just raised there? In the case yeah. of tribalism, because... And I, mean, I mean, there's a case to be made about that in, yeah, in the conversation. Yeah, yeah there um, is also. Yeah. So, 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 that's what we... Critically folks, thinking. that's yes. what we want to get you to do. Don't just hear somebody say something, swallow it and say, well, that's it. Mm -hmm. Begin to do like the Berians. Begin to think through it. Ask questions about it. And come to a place where you can make a solid decision. Not because your friend said so, or your party leader said so, or your pastor said so, like. or your pope said so, or you do like Mr. So, you do like what he says. But, but ask yourself the questions. Dominicans need to come to that place. I have seen educated people make statements in public, Matthew. When I confront them in private, I get a totally different answer. And, and I said to them, so why did you make that statement? And, and I conclude, sometimes they don't say so, I conclude that they want to mislead people deliberately. So, so because they want to deliberately mislead you, they make a statement that takes you out of tangent to make you believe what they want you to believe. Now, that, that, that is disingenuous. In fact, that's wickedness, if you ask me yes. from Scripture. Right? That is wickedness. One statement is, Randy, often, oh, are you talking too much against the government? Ma'am, can you mention one thing that you have ever heard or say against the government? Mm. And, 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 and most of them have heard you approach a certain person on that. And most of them, they have nothing to they say. Have, they have no answer to that. Oh, you're talking about, you're saying things about scary. Tell me one. Can you come up with one thing you have heard? Just one. Yeah. And sometimes preachers, are, um, even certain church members accuse you of saying things against certain people. You say, can you remember one thing? Can you have, because I think the proper thing would be, if you heard me say A, after the service, you come and the tell meeting, me, you, you said me, A. You said A, and you should go back and apologize or correct it. Mm -hmm. Because everybody can misspeak at one time. But often to my head, a blank statement, or are you saying too much things about Skyrit? So what did we say? What did I say? Just, you know, I, you know people have asked that question and have yet to get, get an, an answer. answer. Okay? Can you Just tell me, tell what, me I said? what I said. You, you know, there's a lady. So I like what you said. It is wickedness. It is wickedness. It is calculated wickedness. And, and I just shared with somebody today that sadly, folks, I'm the president of the Evangelical Association. My name is Randy Charles of Rodney, and the, the president of the Evangelical Association doesn't pay me nothing. Okay, it's just a work that I do, and I do it because I want to do God's work. Okay, so let, and I say that to then say this: some of my pastoral colleagues are that deliberate. They are that calculative. So, so they make those comments knowing fully well it's not true. 
Yes. But they make it. Malish. And sometimes they make it for a physical benefit or a back you know, Like the tree is it true that then guy who says they're looking for a, a five percent in their back pocket? Mm. Right? That kind of thing. And, and it's wicked. And, and everybody has the same question. Okay, you listen to the program? No. So how did you know we say something about the government? Well that that's what they say. I, well I, I don't discuss what they say, I don't know who they is. They have no name, they have no address, they have no place of living. I don't discuss that. Mm. And if you are a Christian person, you must lift the Bible in your hand first. Guess what? Prove all things. Yes. Hold fast to that, which is good. But you should only what? repeat what you heard and what you saw. For yourself. For yourself, you are But if you come witness. to me and say, they say, they say, I hear. You are false witness. Then shut up. Mm -hmm. Shut up until you can speak with authority. Mm -hmm. Now, that's what critical thinking is about. Right. So I tell people, I don't comment on something I don't hear. I have been asked to comment on the the comments of, of the minister. You heard what I said about it tonight? Yeah. I have not heard that comment. I have not heard that I comment. So I cannot, from an informed position, comment about it. Right? But when I sit down and I hear the whole... And, and I don't make comments either on 30-second clips. Mm -hmm. Because I know how dangerous that is. Mm -hmm. Whether it's made by Donald Trump, Joseph Biden, Roosevelt, Skerritt, Lennox, Lennox, I don't make comments on 30-second clips. I yeah. want... When I hear the 40-second clip, I want to hear the context. Yes. yes, sir. What did that person say? Because that's how I can think of what they say. That's how I can make a judgment... Right. Not on a 30-second clip that Curtis Matthew bring or, 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 or whichever bring on. I'm not in that. I know that I've been misconstrued, I've been misquoted myself. Okay? So I know other people can be misquoted and misconstrued. But when I listen to you, when I sit down and I listen to the Prime Minister um, um, give the Independence Day address or, or the budget address or whatever the case is, oh, I can make a conclusion. Because I heard for myself. That was the yeah. context. That is what was said. And you cannot tell me that's not what was said because I heard myself. Now, if you take a 30-second clip, right. <laughs> it's something totally different. I mean, imagine that you, 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 you come one day, um, Randy, and um, you know, Jack and I in a conversation. And I am talking to Jack about a book I read. Mm -hmm. And you came, in, you came, have no idea as to what we're talking about. And I said to Jack, Remember, I'm quoting a book I read, mm -hmm. and I'm now quoting a particular paragraph. And I said, imagine, Pastor, Im imagine, he continued, he continued, Janice kicked Johnson and threw him on the other side. You have no idea what I'm talking about. That's the 32nd clip. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Yeah. And you, all of a sudden, you leave the story. Boy, you wouldn't believe. You serious, boy? You mean, I just went there and Pastor Jack and Matthew was talking about how Janice kicked the man on a frame on the other side. <laughs> but you have no idea. I was just quoting a book that I read. And you, for a lot of people, the 32nd clip to them has become the story. Matthew, and you heard part of what I said <laughs> on, on, at the meeting. No, you wouldn't have the meeting on Saturday. I shared with some of the pastors on Saturday, and I said, that's why... I am losing regard and respect for media people or media professionals. I'm losing regard and respect for them. Either they don't have a good command of the English language or they are deliberately looking for sensationalism. <laughs> and so they choose certain words to make you listen. Now for me, the headline reads, Pastor Jack, um, uh, they will say, Pastor Jack opposed 
the comment of, of so-and-so on so-and-so, okay? Or Pastor Jack is opposed to so-and-so. I listen to the news clip and Pastor Jack says, well, you know, I have no difficulties with this, but I don't like the, the aspect of so-and-so. Now, that oppose. does not pose anything. No. <laughs> I express my opinion on a particular thing. Exactly. <laughs> does not pose anything. But, but when they say oppose, you know, immediately you think, oh, he against Matthew. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, that's this sensationalism coming in. Mm -hmm. But when you listen to the actual thing he said, that's not what he said at all. Because you can be malicious in quoting that, using that word, because you have an evil <laughs> intention so, to create a the different more scenario for you have what an I evil intention to make people believe what you want them to believe, and that is wicked. On the telephone, good evening, you are connected. It's quarter past eight, so it means that you have a very short time with us. Right. They may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none besides me. I am the Lord and there is none else. Verse 7 says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. And I would just like to say that in, in I think, John chapter 1. It says that in the beginning was the wood, and the wood was with God, and so forth. And it says, without him was not anything made that was made. So it's my question is, is evil a thing? Is evil something? Thank you. All right. I, I think, I think that text answers the question. I mean, again, like, like I said, we, we, are, we definitely going to have to take that because we this this subject that he's bringing up. We'll, is, we'll take it up. Because I'll tell you why. Hmm. Again, there's a difference between moral wrong okay and Ma we, which is wickedness and calamity and that's and, and the word the words in the hebrew there that is used in the word rasha is different from the word ra now and i just want to say Matthew, so you understand we, we will get to that all i want to say is right. if you take that text out all by itself it you can take then, it by itself it doesn't really matter but listen to me take that text juxtapose it with genesis chapter one and two you'll find a good answer genesis I, one and two God did not create darkness. Okay? But you see, what I'm saying is what he's saying, so, and the, so. the word that is used there, it, uh, the correct uh, word, is not the idea of what people think the evil there, because there's a different that, that's calamity why, that's why I'm not even, wickedness. I am I'm, not, saying. I'm not even going so, to the right, word, right? So I'm saying, but we'll get to we'll that get discussion to this, sometime. Yeah, and this okay? was the Ra and the Ra. Yeah. Yeah. two different words altogether. We'll get to that there. conversation Definitely. Well, I, but now, yes. now, gentlemen, it's already 17 minutes past 8 o'clock in the evening. Now, now, our 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 audience in terms of their thought pattern must rise up to first having a standing right okay you you know what i find out and, and i something i showed the police some time ago anytime you go to do an investigation which is supposed to be an investigation but you have made up your mind as to what the conclusion is mm -hmm. you will botch the investigation and lose the case right Okay, because you cannot investigate some, you cannot go to investigate something with a made up mind. No. Right? Right. Because once you have a made up mind for that, you will botch the case. Because the investigation of the case is something that you don't know. Yeah. And you're going to try to find out. Okay? Now, when Jack and myself and Matthew sit here, we speak to you from some things we already know. Mm -hmm. We have a standing. 
we have a standard and our standard is god's standard right. I, i'm correct to say that for right. both of you right? right right so we're not investigating something that we don't know right we are coming from a perspective of god's standard right i, I would you think it's cocky for me to say i am not responsible for how you understand what i'm saying <laughs> i'm totally not responsible i'm responsible for what i said but <laughs> how you understand and interpret it is your responsibility because there are number of variables involved in your way you interpret it can be the family you come from the lack or too much of the education that you have your training your environment your triggers your your, the, belief, your, system, your belief system your standing right so you are you you are understanding what i'm delivering from a different filter so by the time you conclude because you you you, you can be speaking from an, a pulpit in a church and while one person is shouting hallelujah and it's so excited the other person saying you see what, what is he saying for me saying that you know so you know two different people because you came to church with so much the other person is an innocent person pure and to him that is pure all things are pure sitting there purely and heard the same message from the same messenger and interpreted it completely different so ja, i don't which, think which which, tell which me, I, it's not a cookie state which leads me which leads me to make this comment because uh, since we're talking critical thinking which leads me to make that summary comment in that regard that from a perspective of interpretation mm. right whether it's biblical interpretation or otherwise one of the laws is that you need to 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 read listen and interpret what you're hearing not from your context yeah. but from the context of the person delivering yeah right that's how you can begin to critically think mm -hmm. jack is saying that and jack is a bible man mm -hmm. so everything that jack is saying has a bible foundation mm -hmm. jack is not an atheist no if he was an atheist then whatever he was saying would be from an atheistic point of view right mm -hmm. and we need to understand that all the time to to think critically when i listen to a politician I begin to assess what he's saying from a politician's point of view. Yep. And that's why there are some people who are into politics, partisan politics. I don't think they should be mm -hmm. because I don't think they have the art of politicians. Mm -hmm. Obama uh, uh, in his presentations is very, very politically savvy. Right. Right. Very, very. Uh, um, 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 Jack's former president, Trump, Trump, Donald Trump has absolutely no political savviness inside of him right right he has nothing like that he has no political maturity he has forgive me for being that blunt against your former president but but that's my assessment of him right. obama is somebody else if 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 you look at joe biden joe biden comes from a place of a certain political maturity right that's different to 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 number 45 mm -hmm. right and, and we have to know that. So when I speak to Matthew, for example, I converse with Matthew from a place where Matthew is very strong in terms of his, his church history and theological history. Mm -hmm. So when I'm listening to him, I listen for that perspective. I'm not saying that that's all he shares, but I listen from that perspective. When I listen to Jack, I listen to Jack from the perspective of experience right hard road knock experience now when i when i put those two things together i begin to learn from those two perspectives and my critical thinking now aha that's the historical view that's jack's practical view oh oh i see so i begin to think through that
And we ask you to think through that. So when you hear your politicians speak, first understand that they are speaking from their perspective as yes, a politician. They are not Jesus. They are not God. They are not speaking from a place where they cannot lie. No. Right? And I, and I want people to know that. They can lie. They are susceptible to lie. They can tell you things they know jolly well is not true. Because they are speaking from that perspective. How do you find that out now? Ask yourself the questions. Look around you. And begin to make decisions or, or or begin to walk as a result of that gentlemen we begin to to wind this down this evening and uh, uh jack i'm going to give you two minutes and then matthew two minutes as we we wind that up this evening on critical thinking when the topic came up i thought to myself as i've already done all my life um what is the bible stand on that and as i went through the bible in order to be very um um, confident about what I'm delivering since this is a Christian show I found out that Jesus encouraged people to think a lot of things he said even afterwards the disciples went back to him and asked questions because they were thinking some of the things he said um, robbed people the wrong way and one of them was if you eat my flesh and you drink my blood and they went and asked, what is he trying to say? So he never got angry about people questioning him or thinking for themselves. So it is a sad day in Dominica when it is almost forbidden to think critically. It's, if I told people if there's one reason I would go back to, the, to America, this would be, this would not be the economy because I know how to catch um, book and eat breadfruit and califig. I know how to do those things. But the fact that one has to um, interfere with my soul, my ability to think, to feel for myself and decide, this is my saddest time in Dominica because mm -hmm. it is almost forbidden and you are punished for thinking or even thinking alone. So tonight I'm asking you to be a strong person and in spite of what man may <clears throat> think, it is God's, God who gives you the freedom to think. So think critically. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thanks again as we end this, this topic on critical thinking here. Just a few thoughts here. Some of the things that we would have shared and trust that you would have you know, held on to some of those things. I just want to quickly say them again so that you can, you can remember some of the things that we talked about. Again, critical thinking does not mean negative thinking. It simply means that you have an opinion. Number two, again, it gives better expression of thoughts. Number three, it develops a platform for your belief system. Four, it defines your conviction. Number five, it is open to criticism, but at the same time, it fosters creativity. Number five, or six, number six, sorry. It questions growth, but it also provides clothing and new clothing at that. Seven, it exposes problems, but offers solution to the problems. And, and number eight, raises awareness but at the same time it evaluates the arguments that are generated i trust that you would recognize that it is important that you do not become just an individual that is going to be wrapped and enveloped by the whole idea of being uh, filled and, and and fused by uh, uh, what we would normally call a jellyfish but that you would become strong and a resilient people by knowing that it is good to critically think blessings on every one of you thank you jack and thank you matthew ladies and gentlemen we've come to the end of that subject and i'm sure like uh, one of our callers suggests we'll get back to that and maybe intersperse it if one of our 
conversations next time. Our intention is just to get you to be independent in your thought. And like both of, of our, our pastors have shared, it is you that must make that thought. Don't let anybody think for you. God gave you that capacity. Please use it and use it wisely. My name was Ron, is Randy Rodney. I had with me tonight Jack and Matthew. And uh, we wish you a very pleasant day, a pleasant week. We'll be back with you on Monday evening, God willing, for another Kingdom Connection. I'll be back on your radio, God willing, on Wednesday morning for Rise and Shine. Until then, you go out there and have a very blessed week. God bless you. This morass of moral decay Leadership gone true The police in a stew